You're listening to the Hello Lovely podcast with Christy Williams, episode 113. Hello, lovely. So good to be back. I have been thinking a lot about you as this week has gone by. I am recording this podcast on a Thursday, so I am well into my week and have had a lot of success, a lot of joyous moments, a lot of challenges, and I'm going to share the mix of that with you today. Talking today about contentment and commitment and habits and fun plans for this year. And I think it's really fun to really match the power of contentment with the resolve of commitment when you have set a goal. I'm going to talk more about that as we get into the episode today. But I've been thinking a lot about what contributes to success. And while number one, I've got to say it's prayer and not relying on myself alone. After that, it's really choosing those two things at the same time, creating contentment and choosing commitment. And you may even hear in the background today a lot of motorcycles, cars, automobiles, planes, trains, (laughs) and I'm not going to cut any of that out. I want you to be here in the office with me as I record. You may even hear Maxwell meowing to get his little snacks, but Let's just say welcome again. (laughs) Just having you on this journey with me today. So getting back to contentment and commitment and habits, picking a goal and choosing commitment towards it is essential if you are going to be productive. I have seen in my case that when it comes to the self-esteem school, being an entrepreneur and really growing as a person, Not just to have the goal of the school, but who I am becoming and being as the person behind whatever I do, including the self-esteem school. At times, there are thoughts in my mind that come up that this doesn't matter, or I don't have to do this, or what's the point, or I don't care, or this is not important. It's not useful for me to entertain at all. It's just not useful at all. So knowing the reason why you do anything is so important. Example being, number one, the self-esteem school when I opened it is to teach women how to be themselves. And it was so funny today I was at a meeting and a gentleman stood up to really have like an educating moment uh, for the networking group that I was in. And he said, you know, the number one thing you can do when you're meeting people is be yourself. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, that's right. And truly, that can be a challenge for someone when they don't feel themselves. So to be able to open the self-esteem school and help women be themselves is such a thrill. (laughs) It's such a joy to have these tools to be able to help a, a person do that and have more inner confidence. Stop beating themselves up and do the things that are important to them. All the things they stop doing when they're not feeling themselves, yeah? So there are many days where my mind is mean. It's just mean to me and it seems to want to drag me down. It's offering me thoughts like this is hard and you don't have to do this. Kind of all those thoughts I just ran through a moment ago. And so through all of that, it is so important and up to me to remember why I am doing this. That the goals I choose are bigger than me. I think back to how students' lives improve when I keep going And that is pretty compelling. (laughs) So that's another self-esteem pro tip for you as you're choosing goals and remembering the reasons why you're doing them is anchor in the reasons why they're not just about you. 
how even if you are doing a goal that is related to health and benefits you deeply, which is so important, anchor in how that's also so beneficial for the people you love that you continue to do that. I'll tell you what, in the moments where your mind fights with you, if that's what happens with you, it definitely happens with me. That is such a motivating force. Makes me want to keep being the example of what's possible. The imperfect example of what's possible when you know how to manage your mind and master your emotions. <laughs> and really having both. It really comes down to the two things self-esteem is all about. I was telling someone recently in a session that many times our mind and our bodies are kind of at war at each other. Like we don't feel good about ourselves on the inside and our mind is racing. And really what we're doing with self-esteem is we're reminding our brain and our mind and our thoughts to work with our body like that they are both a team together so when your mind and your body are working together as a team that's when you have self-esteem and I know that rhymes and that was not on purpose (laughs) but hey I'll take it I think it's pretty fun but truly think about that when your mind is offering you that something is not important and it's too hard and you can't do this your body does not feel motivated that's like a disconnect And so to be able to remember why something is important to you is the commitment you keep choosing. I like to say to students, don't expect commitment to just hang around and be there all the time. That is a choice. It's a choice that you keep making. And don't let that scare you. Let that be the resolve. Let that be the motivator for you. Like, oh, it is time for me to recommit to this. Yes, (laughs) you can do this. I believe in you deeply. So when you take that commitment... And you pair that with contentment. This is the ultimate combo in your habit creation, in your maintaining habits. So then reaching your goals or setting goals is not simply just a striving for something you don't have. No, no, it's quite the opposite. It's really a slowing down of your mind to see while you're working towards new things that you are going to accomplish because you're committed. You slow down and see what's around you. What are the things that you are truly enjoying? Is that your husband? You know, maybe just the little things, like the little smile that he has. He even came to a meeting with me and my hubby today. Have a share a special moment with you. He joined me at a networking meeting today. And, you know, everyone has about 30 seconds to share what they do, why they're there, all those things. So at the very end, Jason is sharing what he appreciated about the meeting. And he stood up and he said, you know, I really appreciate that my wife is a business owner and she's really, you know, spoke very much about the support of this group. And I just thought, wow, I love this guy. (laughs) You know, he's like, my wife is a business owner. That made me feel so good. So slowing down, contentment really is slowing down and seeing a moment like that and soaking it in deep, like it's lotion, right? You don't just put lotion on the top, a big glob of it and not rub it in, right? You take the lotion, you soak it into your skin, you make sure it's settled in before you start doing anything else. And that is really, to me, a great example of what contentment is. Slowing down your mind enough to be present in the moment you are living in. It reminds you all the things you have around you that you have worked for, that you did get, have wanted, do have, and are grateful for. It is very easy for our minds to forget that we have things we wanted after we get them. Once we've achieved them and a certain time has gone on, our minds are like, okay, what's next? 
And while that is not a problem in itself, this is why contentment plus commitment is so important in the fulfillment of you living your life. Because if you're always just looking for what you don't have, you will not feel contentment by choice. And contentment is, my friends, a choice, just like commitment is a choice. And you can keep choosing it. If you don't feel it that day, choose to feel it. (laughs) Look around. What is it going to take for you to recommit? Look around. What do you need to slow down and see to feel contentment? These are things you have power over right now. And you don't need to feel them all day, but you do need to remember when they drop and you don't have them and you're looking around for something you don't have yet and feeling stagnant and stuck. Recommit to your goal. Remember why you're doing it and choose contentment. Find something that you've already have that you are grateful for, even if that comes down to life. If you're alive and you're aware, you have life. Choose to be grateful for it and let that become your own. <laughs> I feel like I just like had a preaching moment. <laughs> I feel like, you know, my bestie would be right next to me going, preach it, girl. <laughs> but truly, though, sometimes our minds want us to believe that we need more now to feel content. So if you want to lose 10 pounds and you're working on that, amazing. But your brain wants to see it done now. Like now, today, like come on, right? And you are in charge of that mind. When that mind starts talking to you like that, remember, like we're on the way and focus on what you are content with at this moment. You can be grateful that you're making great choices that lead to that and you're already living this life and now the results just get to catch up with you. If you are paying off debt and that is your goal, your brain wants to see $5,000 down this month. It wants things done immediately, paid off, it's gone. <laughs> And while all of that is possible, depending on what you're working with, your mind is forgetting at the same time that something else you wanted is something you have right now. And it's discounting the value of what you have because it's already in your possession. Okay? I want you to really think about that. In fact, I'm going to repeat that because that even hit me again hard. (laughs) When you have an urgency for something that you don't have yet, your brain is discounting the value of what you already have because it's already in your possession. So you have to choose to show your mind, show your brain. Slow it down and be like, look what I have. Remember I wanted this phone? I have it. Remember I wanted this home I'm in? I have it. Just because we have had something for a period of time doesn't mean it's not useful anymore. This is what our brain offers to us. This is why commercials and different things like that are successful in like disposable items and like items you can get right now because our brains on the default are just looking for something else to give us fulfillment. So if you know how to create that feeling of fulfillment inside yourself first, Those things are not going to feel so urgent to you. And when your brain forgets and feels that urgency, you'll be able to bring it right back to contentment while also still working on the very important goals you have. So a classic example of this in my own life is Jay and I were a one car family for about a year during COVID because we just didn't even need to. (laughs) And when we were both starting to go out again and needing a car, our parents were so kind and they let us use their cars here and there and it worked for a little while, but then it just wasn't practical anymore and it was clear we needed a car. (laughs) 
we both wanted a car right away, but we knew that we wanted to put it in prayer. We didn't really want to rush, and we wanted to get something that made so much sense. And Jason really wanted to have a car that we didn't have a payment that we could just pay cash for and all those kinds of things. So we put it in prayer, and I specifically asked that I have zero doubt about the car we choose. Like, I didn't want to get a car and then be like worrying, like, is this it and all this. So that was really my own request. I didn't have like too much attachment to what type of car, although there were certain things I know I didn't want, right? (laughs) But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know how we're going to get a car right now because hubby also had certain things he was looking for. And the beauty of prayer and sticking to a plan, hubby found a car and it's amazing. And I'm still kind of in awe that we got such a nice one that lines up with everything we wanted and actually a little bit more. But because we waited, it worked out and I value it so much more. Like every time I get in that car, this is a material thing, (laughs) right? But every time I get in that car, I just appreciate that we have it. Like I can't even believe it, that we have it. The intention was there. The desire was there. The plan was there. And there was also some patience there to be able to get it. And I got to say, I told Jay this some time after we got the car is I feel like I appreciate it so much more because there was so much intention to the one we got. We could have got cars that were similar to the one we got a little bit earlier out of rush and urgency, but we made sure that it lined up with our prayers. Yeah. So that's an example of wanting something and really appreciating it, right? Amazing. I'm still in awe of it, but my mind is already somewhere else, right? My mind's like, well, now I want to take a trip. And my mind's offering me that we need to buy this trip now. We need to book the trip now. We need to pay the money now. We need to lock it in now, right? But I I have decided to wait until my students are enrolled in the school and I have cash in hand and that all these other things are completed first. This is a choice that I have made out of intention, planning as a CEO of my business, as a spiritual woman, like I have decided, okay? (laughs) But my mind doesn't like that. And that's why I remind it of the car. I'm like, remember brain, we have the car now. Remember how we didn't have the car and we were looking for it and you were all urgent about like, what are we going to get and what's going to happen? I can remind my mind, (laughs) right? That I can appreciate the car now so much more because it's something we have that we were very intentional about and purposeful about. And that when we do go on the trip, whenever it happens, and it may even be this year, that I don't have to wait to be happy or content or feel satisfied until I get it. I can be content now with what I already have. And whatever trip I decide to take, when we are ready and when it's available, I'll appreciate it even more. I got to tell you, y'all, I have just started to opt out and unsubscribe to all of the FOMO type of marketing and urgency for things. And if you don't know what FOMO means, I had someone ask me recently, it's the fear of missing out. (laughs) Right? Our brains love to attach like to that, like a magnet. And I just unsubscribe. I don't feel like I need to have urgency pushed in my face because that to me just speaks to imperfection. Instead, 
I know what I want intentionally. And when I use contentment and commitment to constrain my mind and focus on who I am, what I know, and what I'm doing, I am able to slow down in the moment, not subscribe to any of that FOMO that I need to hurry up and get some material thing, and instead appreciate what I have and look forward so much more with trust and certainty that the things I don't have yet that I'm working towards, I will have as well. So it's just such a good opportunity each day to slow down and say, what do I want that I already have? You truly think about that. Sometimes it's hard to even be aware of those things until we tell our mind, what if what I had was taken away from me tomorrow? What would I miss? It's like all the things I have, <laughs> right? And then all of a sudden, your mind is aware of like, oh, wait a second. I, I do like this. I do have this. And that's when you get to re-enjoy it. Even if it's something you've had for a while, it's such a fun practice. Please try it. Please let me know how it goes. I would love to hear about your experience. So another thing to remember with your goals is that they aren't a measure of your worth. They are simply a clear direction to set your attention, to keep recommitting to. It makes you stronger, keeps you on track, and in no way is a measure of your worth as a person, how quickly you reach goals or which goals that you are reaching. It's so important to remember that. My mind loves to race in all kinds of directions. And if I just let it, it will go. It will go all over the place. And sometimes I even get this urge that sounds very honorable that I need to get organized. But really what's happening in that moment is for my mind, I can only speak to my mind, it tries to just pull up all the information in all these areas of my life and it ends up being distracting. So when I truly want to focus on what I'm doing, I look back at, I have like a goal sheet that has all my goals for the specific categories of life, spiritual, business, health, and play. And I just remember, oh, these are the four goals. So anything else, any other place, my brain thinks I need to go right now, just not not necessary, like it's okay. And the power to be able to bring myself back to that is, it's everything, y'all. It's everything. So I want you to know that that's available to you, especially inside the self-esteem school as part of the program. You really learn how to, I like to call rein your brain in, to really be able to focus on what you need to focus on now to accomplish what you want to accomplish. And then the times where you're being creative and playful, you can let your mind wander and imagine and have all the fun and be the poet even though you don't know it, you know? <laughs> There's lots of times where you can let your mind wander and dream and express, but likely that's not going to be all day long. And if you just let it and you follow your brain or follow your emotions rather than like taking ownership of them and directing both, You'll find yourself exhausted, confused, feel unorganized. It'll feel like there's so much around you that's not done. So knowing that and knowing that that's something we absolutely turn around in self-esteem school, I just want you to know that that's available because sometimes it can feel like, well, this is just how it is and there's nothing I can do about it, but absolutely not. We turn that around in the self-esteem school. And then you have that skill for life, which is really great. So to wrap up this episode... We're talking about the fun things that I have planned this year. So I have that trip that I told you my mind really wants to go on. I'm not even going to tell you what it is because I'm going to wait until I have it and then I'll surprise you with it, especially if it's this year, I'll surprise you later. But the ones that we do have this year are super fun and I'm excited to share them 
with you. So each year we take a family trip with Jay's family to the beach. We usually go to Gulf Shores Beach, but this year there was like a snafu with a rental property. And kind of last minute they let us know that that beach property wasn't a rental anymore. So we found another property on another beach, which I'm excited to share with you when we go and show you some pictures and stuff that's in Florida. And I'm just so excited. It's such a beautiful beach. It's a change of scenery. I'm just looking forward so much to soaking in the beach. I'm going to take off work. I'm not going to work while I'm down there. And so I'm really looking forward to just laying there. And I got to tell you, whenever I go to the beach, all I think about is my family, my brother and sister that I've lost in death. And, you know, I feel so many memories towards them, but in such a loving way. Sometimes I do cry, but it's it's like a grieving refresh. Like it just helps like as a cleansing to remember them, knowing that I'll see them again. And I also think so much of our creator and the beauty and the power power that he has that he gives to us and how the beach is always there and he's always in control of the ocean and the earth's rotation and the stars like it really brings me back to creation which is such a great place to be especially in this world we live in that is so filled with technological distractions (laughs) so i am so excited about going there plus we'll be with jason's family and they're really loving and wonderful and i look forward to reconnecting with them as well so now I'm just dreaming about it because it's only a couple months away and I have been looking for a swimmy suit and I can't wait to I've got a couple in my Amazon cart I can't wait to pick one and get it and try it on and then later in the fall my mother-in-law has always wanted to go to Disneyland she's wanted to go since she was younger and now that uh, my father-in-law has passed away we had been talking about possibly doing a trip together and it is official We are going to take her. She's going to go with us and we are booked. Our flights are set and it's just going to be so nice. I feel so grateful for the honor and privilege to be with her. And she has been so very generous and it's just a love fest. And we're all so grateful. You know, it's so nice. I feel like this time in my life, reconnecting with my family that I love so much and just growing that love is really special and really important in these times we live in it is so easy to get distracted and forget those around you to certain degrees not because you don't love them or anything like that like of course you care about them but just we can get in the hustle and bustle of life so more intention to spend even more time with family when possible when it works for everyone and just enjoying each other's company while we have it So I can't wait to share all of that with you on Instagram and the podcast as we get closer, as we go, so we can enjoy some of those moments together. But for now, I am deep in the enrollment for the self-esteem school. Enrollment is open, and so I'm getting new students enrolled at the school, getting started. It's so wonderful. I'm meeting so many people who said that they're referring their friends and family, so I can't wait to meet them. And the self-esteem school is really just getting out there. People are really learning where it is. I was talking to someone today at a meeting, and it was like, you know, when you're looking for a car, you go to a car dealership, or you look online for cars for sale. If you're pipes burst you look for a plumber but when your self-esteem is low or you're not really feeling good about yourself and you may or may not know why you don't really know where to go and so to be able to have the self-esteem school as a beacon that's like right here we got you is such an honor and privilege and more people are learning about it referring their friends and actually enrolling themselves so I'm so grateful for that and honored to be able to be a mentor of the self-esteem school. So if you've been thinking about enrollment, schedule a consultation with me. I would love to meet you, hear about you, and really helping you get like the mastery of mindset and to be the master of your emotions and be able to be stronger than both. Talk to a student in session this week and really reminding her 
actually teaching her for the first time, it was a new concept for her that you're stronger than your thoughts and feelings. And that was such a refreshment for her. So I want you to know that too. So schedule a consultation to get started. You and I can have a chat about what you want to accomplish, kind of what gets in the way of that for you now and how to stay on track with that with joy. And the beauty about working with me is that you have not only just like an education about self-esteem, but you also get to practice and apply it while we're together. So you learn the accountability to yourself. You actually create these new habits while we're working together. And so when you complete the enrollment, you're, you're done. You've got it. Like you can just continue on. And I've got some bonus things that I'll be sharing more about big secret right now, but that I'll be sharing more in the future that even when you're done with the enrollment, how you can keep on track with the self-esteem school as well even more but for now that's a lot of info so i just want to remind you go to the selfesteemschool.com schedule a consultation with me and enroll so you can be yourself i love you so much thank you for being here with me i hope you have the best week and i'll see you next time lovely